hello hello this episode of shantytown has been brought to you by me shanty you're welcome okay um let's actually get into the episode i'm not even gonna put a transition in there um the transition is my voice change because i just have so many personalities okay let me just like literally shut my personality up i have i just have too much character it's just overflowing with character development and i should be talking about the development of this album um i swear i've been doing things actually i haven't okay do you not know what it takes to be an artist like artists are literally some of the laziest people i know the best artists are the ones that are like productive but like in general artists like in general are like literally like the most laziest people ever i was listening to larry david and jerry seinfeld's interview where um jerry seinfeld interviewed larry david on his um in um cars and comedians and they were talking about how they started their show and it, it like started off like um I don't know they just said like they were lazy and stuff like that so okay i didn't really explain that well but um <laughs> this episode is being filmed at 1002 filmed being recorded what am i i'm not in some studio but it's being recorded at 10:03 a.m in the morning um literally four hours before it's set to go live so that's how life's going and there's probably going to be no editing on this so i'm doing my best to collect my thoughts and say the things that i mean um so last episode i talked about how i was going to do a song called mean girls um but before i get into it i'm writing an album if this is your first episode you're listening to i didn't explain that last time but this if this is the first episode you're listening to you didn't listen to the last episode so don't even worry about listening to the last episode because everything in this episode is more relevant than the last episode so like mm, <laughs> i just need to like shut down my personality oh my goodness it's coming out ew 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 why do i sound like that um so i write songs about the things i'm going through and sometimes the things that I used to go through, but I'm not going through anymore, but now I have hindsight, which is 2020 vision. Yeah, um, that's fun. And so, yeah, growing is fun. Um, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's super, super fun. No, it's not. Um, it's super fun growth and character development. Um, I am the main character of Shantytown. I am the mayor. I am every important role. Um, what else do towns have? I'm the sheriff. I am the deputy. Wait, I just like demoted myself. That makes no sense. Oh, wait. <laughs> See, this, these are the parts that I would edit out, but I'm not going to edit out because I don't have that much time. And that's the three minute mark. So the first song I'm going to be talking about is Mean Girls. I teased this in the last episode about a song that would sort of be centered around, um, the characteristics of people in high school and things that adolescents go through the things that you go through from age zero to 30 because in my opinion in my feelings your 20s totally part of your adolescence you're not an adult you're still growing you're still a fetus you're still a freaking baby i don't know why they let babies rent cars at 26 i'm like you're still a baby don't rent a car like don't drive because it's dangerous <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's that's my personality. That's my personality. Warning people against the dangers of cars. That's amazing. Um, and so yeah. So let's go over this first song. 
<sighs> oh wait, and I just realized you guys can't see the screen because I'm not screen recording this. I'm just voice memoing it. And then it's literally going out. It's literally going out, no edit, raw footage. I mean, not even footage, but raw recording. This is raw. Oh gosh. I just need to like stop it with my personality. Can my personality just be prettier? <laughs> like why can't I look the same on the outside and the inside? Because I'm still pretty on the outside, but like if only I was pretty on the inside and my personality was pretty. Wow. <laughs> okay, enough with the personality talk. Every time I hear a voice inside my head, it's negative and always tries to bring me down. So um, I wasn't like a, a super mean person. Like I would say that my version of mean was me trying to fit in with other people and sort of just work at the level that you know I had around me um back in like um early middle school um our 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 class was interesting um and to say the least our friend group was even more interesting I was in multiple friend groups I was one of those people that was just like you know hanging out with multiple people as you do when you're a child because literally everybody's your friend and I'm learning now that no they're not all your friends but um, anyway, um, Mean Girls is sort of a story that I kind of just um, took my journal entries and just turned them into songs for this one. Um, talking about, you know, the negative voice I hear inside my head, like my insecurities. And when I got to high school, um, I was still like kind of mean, kind of nice, kind of just trying to figure out who I am and who I am at the time was someone with very low self-esteem. So I would try to bring down people around me or anyone that I felt was above me or in any shape or form, like felt like I was threatened by, I try to bring them down. And somehow that behavior got me my first, uh, no, my second best friend, Alexis. Um, literally, I was so mean to her when um, back in high school, like I was very competitive. I was very in the know that at the time um, it was between for class ranking because I actually cared about this back then. But it was between me, her and this other kid that ended up being valedictorian and she ended up being salutatorian. So I'm like a loser. I'm just kidding. OK, like it's all it's all over now. It's all done. But back in like ninth grade, I was super competitive. I wanted to be the top of the class because I thought I had to be to get into Stanford, which I didn't get into Stanford or end up going to Stanford. I never tell people that I didn't end up getting into Stanford. I always tell them, ah, I just didn't go to Stanford because like, ugh, like LA life culture, not even LA, it's not, um, Stanford's not even in LA, it's in Palo Alto. <laughs> and I know that because I went there for a semester, but not because I was accepted into their undergraduate program, but because I was accepted into their like gifted high school program and that was it. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, not, not the best time in my life, but still a fun time in my life. Anyway, back to the song. I was a very insecure person and always need to bring people down. And I feel like any sort of negative person knows that there's this like voice inside your head that's like, being way meaner to you than it is to everyone else and so you think 
that it gives you the right to be mean to other people or to say that I need to point out other people's insecurities because deep down inside I am so insecure and I think that they're thinking about my insecurities so I need to remind them of theirs like that's was pretty much the insane logic that was going through my head back in high school whenever I felt threatened like when I say threatened like class ranking meant a lot to me at the very beginning of high school like honestly now I don't give a crap about grades because literally it doesn't matter. In the real world, grades do not matter. If you get an A plus or an A in a class, it does not matter. It really does not. <laughs> and I know certain colleges, they even they even make A pluses and A's worth the same. They're, they're both worth 4.0. At Georgia State, luckily, an A plus is worth 4.3, but I know in other colleges, it's whack. So, um, and grades literally don't matter. Your GPA doesn't matter. So I'm just saying that the things that I cared super much about didn't matter in the end and that's what it's all about that's what being a mean girl is all about is thinking that people are thinking about these things about you but really they're not really they're they have their own life their own stuff going on but it's our insecurity that sometimes can make that can lead to us thinking that you know what i need to shut down you know any way someone can hurt me or get to me um I hope that makes sense. Um, I also wanted to touch, look, this isn't going to be a podcast where I touch on um, things happening in politics or things happening in the media, but um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, I have to talk about that because I did discuss it on my Twitter, which like literally like... I'm just another Twitter bot to people, so that like literally doesn't even matter. Um, but I just feel so passionately about this because Johnny Depp, he was born on my birthday, <laughs> June 9th, we're, birth we're birthday besties. Um, I had to mention that because um, he is literally one of my favorite actors. And I'm not siding with him at all because he is my favorite actor or because I have watched him as a child. He is an intri intricate, like a very central part of my childhood. The way that I act so whimsical, I guess when I'm not in the recording, I don't know if it's, if I'm coming off whimsical in this recording, but in real life when I'm alone, I'm a very artistic and like whimsical person. And I kind of hide that because it's like weird. I don't like being seen as weird because, you know, insecure. Remember, um, <laughs> I'm a mean girl. Um, so I just want to speak out a little bit on the issues that are pertaining to Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard case because this is my podcast. This is Shantytown. I'm the mayor of Shantytown. This is not run by the federal government at all. Um, some things here you should know about um, is that gays are legal. Marriage is legal. Actually, no. No one's allowed to get married. Everyone, you just... <laughs> no, I'm not gonna even go there. But just know that I'm very, I'm very in the middle on things. I'm very just like people should be allowed to do what they want to do as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Like that's it. Like I feel like that's that's all you need. Because yeah. <sighs> and so, mm, how I feel about this is that, um, I. I, I don't get it. I don't understand how people can see the evidence that's coming out and see how it's not going her way at all. She has lied about her ACLU and her 
children's hospital donation to bring that into context for people that haven't been listening to the new trial of the century you know back in the 90s it was oj and i feel like oh my goodness my generation we have johnny depp versus amber heard and it's not even a murder trial so no one really gets gets hurt no one has really been hurt other than him because he's literally been abused by her and all of the abuse has been coming from her and it's so sick and maddening to think that anyone is still siding with her is still using the hashtag amber heard um sorry this is a little bit stream of consciousness i know i'm like bouncing from place to place but i'm just whimsical <laughs> um oh gosh why did i do that um oh sorry someone just replied to me on twitter and i'm always happy about that um okay so i tweeted this hashtag amber heard is okay hold on okay i tweeted this hashtag amber heard hashtag i stand with amber heard this thing trending is disgusting to me the fact that anyone can believe amber heard after she lied after she has lied numerous times while it's less common okay this makes like no sense because i don't know i'm having trouble with punctuation hashtag i stand with amber heard this thing trending is disgusting to me the fact anyone can believe amber heard after she lied numerous times i have the nauseous emoji while it's less common men can be domestic domestic abuse i said da da victims why do people think they need to side with amber heard because of her gender it's sexist and let me explain that a little bit um it has been proven i have i've been watching the trial from day one and this girl is literally lying through her teeth i'm like do people forget like how easy johnny depp's you know how easy his you know his whole testimony was there wasn't this like back and forth between people not being able to agree on the definition of a pledge and a donation and i'll get i'll get a little more into that um but the next tweet is this case does not and will not discredit past or future female victims of dv or da domestic violence and domestic abuse that's what the um, initial stands were. I know some people are struggling with this, but men can be abused, even if they're richer, older, stronger. Hashtag justice for Johnny because he's a real victim. And it's the mountain of evidence that's just against her. And there's like literally not even a drop of evidence going the other way. Like this isn't about who believes who. This is literally about looking at the facts looking at the evidence and how nothing she says lines up it it and here's the thing is that domestic abused victims do sometimes lie they sometimes lie to protect their reputation or maybe to protect someone close to them or maybe sometimes even to protect their abuser okay so sometimes they might lie they might contradict an event because you know something something not pertaining something like around that event might have happened like maybe they don't want to say that oh well i was wearing this and they don't want to blame themselves in any way if that makes any sense okay it's not like human beings were deceptive we lie and so sometimes it's not uncommon for a victim to lie however what amber heard is doing is literally telling things that 
aren't true. She claimed that she was going to donate her divorce settlement back in 2016 to the ACLU and to the Children's Hospital of LA. She has not paid, wait, I believe she actually did. Um, okay, so so far on her behalf, not from her bank account, but on her behalf, Elon Musk gave $500,000 and then Johnny Depp gave, I believe it was 200000 And Amber Heard was like, no, I'm going to donate my divorce settlement to the children's hospital and you are not going to pay me. Well, um, I believe he did wind up paying her in installments. But by 2018, yeah, it was by 2018, she had the full $7 million. Johnny Depp paid her $1 million every three months, I believe. It was every couple months, but by 2018, Amber Heard had all the money she needed to pay the ACLU and the Children's Hospital. She could have just done small payments and, and that be it. 13 months later, none of this has been done. She has not donated a single dime of her settlement money and Johnny Depp sues her because her op-ed has lost him many career opportunities he lost um fantastic beast with the warner bros and yes he has a drug and alcohol problem however him being a some lazy drug alcoholic you know person has you know always it's all he's always been sort of um his what is it the talent agency agent said that he had been late to you know many like um casting stuff and many like um filming things he was like late on set or whatever and so they're trying to say that oh well he lost those roles because he was late no he did not no he did not um and he wasn't late enough for them to cast him into the role because first off all of like all like she said that for a decade he had been showing up late to roles and stuff okay, then why not in those years, why didn't he start losing roles? Like he, he wasn't losing roles. He was still set to go for Pirates of the Caribbean, um, number six, and he was set to go for Fantastic Beast. Um, and so it just makes no sense that they just decided that this was the breaking point. No, it's pretty obvious that in 2018, he lost the roles because they found him to be a domestic, a domestic abuser. They thought he was a domestic abuser. They believed the victim as, as they should have. I think, um, it's like as someone that's, you know, going into marketing that knows a lot of the plays that corporations have to make and that studios have to make and knowing that it's a PR nightmare to sort of have to defend someone for domestic abuse. It's like, it's, it's not worth it in 2022, you know, domestic abusers, they're, they're just not, not worth defending anymore. However, that was a preemptive thing because they knew no evidence. They had seen nothing, but they were just preemptively going on based on what the culture had dictated. Me too had happened and many people were losing jobs, were being uninvited from the Oscars because of the Me Too movement, okay? So the fact that anyone is saying that, oh, nobody believed her, the media is trying to spin this. This isn't a spin. This is long overdue evidence coming to light that shows that she was lying. 
to be honest, I forgot what the point of me saying all that was. Um, but let me just go on to my next tweet. Um, so my reason, so then I talk about my reasons for believing Johnny Depp, which is he ran away multiple times, um, in the case this week, um, Camilla Vasquez, she did a cross-examination of Amber Heard because Amber Heard was testifying and they did, um, Camilla, she did, um, she asked Amber, um, about some texts. And when I saw these texts, I was like, this makes no sense. This officially makes no sense because if someone is abusing you, you would not ask them to come back. Even under, even if you were a victim, if someone had just abused you, you would not ask them to come back. The things that she's saying that he did, very gross and violent and very, I don't like saying the R word, but very R sexual assaulty, you know, you know what I mean? Um, that she's saying that he did to her. Those are things that I don't know how anyone in their right mind could ever beg for someone to come back or wouldn't just run for their life. There is very, very, very little evidence of her running or leaving any sort of situation. There is a mountain of evidence where she asks him to come back. You know why? Because she's the abuser and not the victim. It's usually the abuser who wants the other person to come back because life's no fun when you don't have a punching bag. Okay? And so, yeah, and so the, the text messages of her begging him to come back, um in her literally not letting it rest and and her making up this whole thing about oh well when he leaves he'll just come back and he'll be abusive so why are you asking him to come back that makes no sense if you know he's going to be abusive when he comes back why do you want him to come back and 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 even and even if she has some sort of masochist that you know even if this is some sort of like you know cycle of her of sort of like self-abuse her asking her abuser to come back if she is the victim and she's asking her to abuse her to come back um yeah that still doesn't make any sense i've never heard <laughs> no i've never heard of things amber heard is doing and then also um so yeah that was also first he ran away second she begged him to come back despite his abuse and then my third reason for believing johnny depp is his hospital and photo records of his injuries from her. Um, so far, um, the biggest injury was she threw a bottle at him. And so even if you're a domestic abuse victim, um, throwing a bottle at your aggressor doesn't seem like, you know, the best thing to do, especially if you're scared of him. Um, but hold on. Let, let, let's say that she is a victim. And that she did throw this bottle at him, maybe in self-defense. Um, all eyewitness testimonies of the event um, show to the contrary. And also, the stories are highly corroborated, which is highly unlikely if people are lying. However, with Amber Heard, she only has one, she only ever has one witness. And a lot of times they'll contradict her story. But let's get into this. And then the last but not least reason I believe Johnny Depp is because she has zero pictures or records of broken noses, broken jaws, bruised back, or a bruised face. She claims to have had many injuries from him. However, 
There are no medical records, no dental records, nothing to prove that she ever suffered violence. Okay. And that, and that makes literally no sense because all they need, this is a defamation case. This isn't an abuse case. They do not have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Johnny Depp is guilty. They, um, Johnny Depp needs to prove it's a low burden of proof because this is a civil case. And so what is it? Um, there's a lower burden of proof. They just need to, I, I feel like Johnny Depp is going to win this because all Amber Heard would need to prove, um, to counter him is that he, like, he did some, he did some violent act to her, or even, I believe, um, no, it has to be a violent act, because she even said in her op-ed, she discussed, um, uh, some violent thing that was done to her. She, she's very vague in her op-ed, by the way, but it's very clear that from the op-ed, many journal, many journalists decided to say that Johnny Depp is a wife-beater, because of her op-ed. So this all comes down to her op-ed. And in her op-ed, she alludes to, she sort of says that physical violence has been done to her. And even though it wasn't her, she doesn't come out and say it was Johnny Depp. She does say that recently. Like, oh, okay, okay. Oof. And so, yeah, there is zero, zero, zero diddly squat, zero evidence that she like, um, okay, so, so far the counters to this so she hasn't proven any evidence that it has happened but johnny depp's team has very well proved that nothing happened um so during the case there was um um the met gala event johnny depp ended up not showing up amber heard did amber heard said that that night after the met gala that they had gotten into some huge fight that he had broken her nose she says that he broke her nose. She says that. And then later in, um, but then later as time, like as the lawyer starts to ask more questions about this broken nose that can't be proven, she starts to say, well, it felt like my nose was broken. That, that makes no sense because either your nose was broken or it wasn't broken. Like it's pretty easy to break a nose. And when you do break a nose, some things you might experience is extreme pain, um, swelling, and bleeding and by the way um she had zero pictures of her the night after so the night after you break a nose your nose will probably look deformed in some way you would definitely need to go to a doctor of some sort of any kind or or even just take a picture it would make sense that after someone abused you that and you broke your nose, you would check the mirror. Maybe you would take a picture, look on, like, I don't know. Like, to me, it makes sense that someone would be checking their injuries and would have some picture of it. Or maybe one of the dozen people that were around her would have said, like, hey, like, she had a whole broken nose. Nobody has corroborated the story that she had a broken nose on this on this night. The night of the Met Gala that Johnny wasn't there because something had happened at the something had happened between them before which just the fact that he's not there would indicate that he's the victim because usually the abuser would want to appear normal would want to go out but no it's it's depth it's the one that stays home from the Met Gala after he was dressed by Ralph Lauren and I guess because she was going with him 
Um, yeah. But anyway, um, and then she also claims that he punched her so hard that, you know, that he might have broken her jaw or something like that. However, there are no dental records to prove that she ever, like, no dental, medical, anything to prove that she ever went to get this stuff fixed. She has the best, the best makeup artist and the best covert doctor because they were able to bring down the swelling of her nose to normal level where it doesn't even look like anything happened to her nose and the makeup artist managed to cover up to somehow cover up all discoloration and bruises that would be present if someone's nose had been broken um that literally it would be so easy for her to prove that she isn't defaming him if she had just the simplest of evidence of any violence done to her. She has none. She has none and everything that she has brought in is verifiably untrue or highly, I wouldn't, no, saying that it's highly exaggerated would be false because then that would imply that he had to hit her in some way, in some violent way. But he, it, like, it's just the evidence, it's just not there. And so, ugh. I'm sorry, this is this is turning into ramblings. I probably should have written down my notes, but I didn't. But you can look up the case for yourself, make your own opinions, but this is where I stand on this because there is so much evidence. And by the way, when this first came out, I was a kid. I remember it came out in like 2016, so I was like barely in high school I remember Johnny Depp being called a wife beater and like being so embarrassed to be like a fan of Johnny Depp because I still like his movies but I'm like the art the art that he created is still good but the artist he's 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 bad I believed her I'm gonna be completely honest the gut reaction from what she was saying earlier from from all these counts that she was giving earlier in the press and stuff like that was to believe her the fact that people don't believe her, the fact that she, because, because when it comes to domestic violence, I think we can all agree that it's usually guilty until proven innocent. I feel like for Johnny Depp's case, it was guilty until he proved himself innocent. I don't know how anyone else can see different. I don't know how anyone else thinks that, that his team ran a successful smear campaign because no it it makes no sense there's just so there's just a mountain of resources for her and a mountain of you know belief to believe her i like i wanted to believe her like i didn't want i didn't want to be that person that you know sided with a man or sided with like well she has no evidence but the problem is is that he has evidence. He has evidence of the contrary. This isn't a he said, she said. This is a he is showing a mountain of evidence of abuse against her. A, a whole thing of conversations that they had. Things that she recorded and proved that he has never hit her. <sighs> and so um, in my next, in my last, um, my second to last tweet, I tweeted, she claimed 14 counts and not one is substantially true. She only needs one incident of him hitting her, abusing her to validate her op-ed. This whole thing started with everyone believing her. She had the biggest head start, but the truth always finds its way. And then I put hashtag I stand with Johnny Depp. 
Um, and then my last tweet is, I write all this because I can't stand responding to gross Amber Heard stands. I don't care to discuss much on Twitter, but I can't sit idly by on this. I hope JD knows, JD is Johnny Depp. I hope JD knows he's not alone and the whole world isn't stupid. By the way, I abbreviated Johnny Depp because obviously Twitter doesn't give you unlimited words. So obviously <laughs> I have to shorten my words. That's, that's how Twitter works. There's a reason why there's so many abbreviations and it's not because of text, it's because Twitter only lets you tweet, I think it's 140, 240 characters, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, wow, um, I've been talking for a long time and oh, my water's right here. I was prepared and there's no break to this because I am not editing this and this is at 32 minutes. Because this will be in an audio format, um, I'll try later to edit it down, but um, this is going to be a 40 minute episode where I don't even really center around songwriting, but I center around this whole case and spending a whole 20 minutes, I think, trying to explain it, trying to articulate it, even though I wrote no notes down. Um, the only thing I wrote down was the words to my song, which I said like a little, a little blurb. Every time I hear a voice inside my head, it's negative and always tries to bring me down. I say that, but I don't, but I didn't get into the rest of it. But um, this song is called Mean Girls. And yes, it was inspired by sort of my middle school slash high school experience. But also after listening and reading about the Johnny Depp v, about the Depp v. Heard case, that's the proper way to call it, um, that, um, Gosh, okay, sorry. I, I usually edit these out. Um, I'll try to edit them out later because in Anchor, it's going to let me to since this is just an audio file and I'll stop talking about recording the podcast and just actually record the thing. Um, ooh, and my voice. Um, so let's get into the rest of the song in these last couple minutes. <laughs> um, so here we go. Um, I'm not going to sing it because I'm literally losing my voice. I don't know how, but I'm literally, I'm literally losing my voice and how, I don't know how that happened. I'm just losing it. Um, <laughs> every, oh yeah, I can, I cannot sing my, nah, nah. Every time I hear a voice inside my head, it's negative and always tries to bring me down. I guess that's why I think everyone hates me. Um, the part where I guess I think that's why everyone hates me when you have low self-esteem and you're constantly badgering yourself in your head and just bringing yourself down, you sort of kind of think that you sort of kind of project that view onto everyone else. I sort of think everyone else is criticizing me in the same way I'm criticizing me. And it, it's been, it's a thing that I'm still working on. I'm still trying to be a better person, be nicer to myself so I can be nicer to others. Um... And yeah, and so the next part of the song goes, well, I guess I'm not good enough. Well, I guess I'm not a good enough person, so you should hold me accountable. It sounds better when I sing it, but I really don't have the voice to sing. Um, cause, and then here's the chorus, cause mean girls are always fighting with themselves. It's the fairest fight and winner takes all. Mean girls never seem to run. They're begging you to stay because life's no fun without their punching bag. I put my punching bag because I wasn't sure if I was going to do this as a first person song where I'm like, 
Oh wait, I was very sure I was going to do this as first person, but I wasn't sure I was going to do it as first person or sort of like third person narrator um, or omniscient narrator is what it's called. But, um, but yeah, hold on. I have a voice memo where I do the, where I just sort of hum what the song was supposed to sound like. And I think I need to hear that so I can at least, um, <laughs> sort of sound to the tune or something. Oh, okay. So here, okay. I just heard that little bit and that's all I needed. Oh, excuse me. Okay, sorry. This is unedited. This is the raw footage. I mean, the raw recording. I need to stop stop saying footage because I'm not even filming this. Okay, so, um, every time I hear a voice inside my head, it's negative. Oh, wait. Okay, so I totally just changed that. Whoopsies. Um, because my voice is so messed up. Every time. <coughs> Every time, uh, yeah, no, so it's not sounding right because my voice is so tired. Every time I hear a voice, in okay, that doesn't even sound like the right rhythm. That it's not, it's not lining up with the song. Every time I hear a voice inside my head, it's negative and always tries to bring me down. I guess that's why I think everyone hates me. I shop, I clean, I eat. I'm always miserable. Always trying to do the things that make me feel so good. Okay, sorry. That last part was not good because my voice is tired and I keep making excuses because my voice is tired. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm not good enough. Oh, I guess I'm not a good enough person. So you should hold me accountable. Cause mean girls are always fighting with themselves. It's the fairest fight and winner takes all. Mean girls never seem to run. They're begging you to stay because life's no fun without their punching bag. Every time I hear I need to change, I'm reminded how my past does not exist. It's like what I do when, when I hear and now. Well, sorry, the lyrics are pretty much not done, so it's like it doesn't. It sounds off. But the next part is um. Every time I hear, every time I hear I need to change, I'm reminded how my past doesn't exist. It's like what I do in the here and now makes people upset but what about the past okay so this is also a little bit inspired by selling sunset with um christine quinn's character because that has to be a character if you haven't been watching selling sunset pretty much um it's a show about real estate um it's a netflix show so it's like drama and real estate and it's like hgtv but if it was all models like the show is very aesthetically pleasing and all the women on there are extremely attractive extremely beautiful and um extremely white um saying that they're white is not racist um as a black woman i'm very like attuned to like i'm watching a, a show that is very white why are there no black people here and that's just I don't know what the makeup of California is, but is there a lot of black people in California? Um, I was in California for a couple months while I was at Stanford, and I don't remember that many black people. Like, my best friend, she's from LA, and so I know her family's black, and they're in there. But other than her family, 
what other black people are living in LA other than the black like LA artist and musicians and movie stars and Will Smith and Chris Rock and oh no we're not talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock okay I don't like talking about controversial events because everybody has their own opinion and really mine doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things so I'm like why am I going to go up in arms to argue with argue with people over something that I can't control um the person involved probably doesn't want me anywhere near they probably want to handle it as privately as possible but yeah that's why the whole Johnny Depp thing like I I I haven't been commenting on that for a long time and it's because I try just to like stay out of the controversial stuff but I I just I I needed to put that tweet out because it was it was driving me insane at 1 a.m in the morning um but anyway back to what I was saying yeah the show's white so just know it's selling sunset they're real estate agents who sell high-priced property in LA because it's LA so everything is like above a million dollars um but the character, um, Christine, she's like super mean. She's a super mean girl. And she's always talking about um, whenever she's mean to someone, she does this thing where she talks about the past and how someone wronged her, even though, you know, that person either apologizes or says, well, can you apologize to me now? Because like she has done way worse things in the past to, to every single of her co-stars on that show. And so that's what that lyric is sort of about is sort of when a mean person or an abuser, or any sort of like villain is sort of addressed with, um, maybe you should change. You need to grow. You need to be held accountable. They always say, you act like my past doesn't exist. Like they, they talk about the traumatic events that they went to, but going through trauma does not get, is not a free hall pass to now be mean to people and put other people through traumatic experiences. I get it. Hurt people hurt people. By the way, there's a comma between those two phrases. So if you don't understand, the people that are hurt, they sort of continue to cycle by hurting people. And I think in my growth as being someone that used to sort of beat myself up inside and find it and use that as an excuse to beat up other people that beat up, when I say beat up, I mean mentally not physically I don't I don't physically get into altercations with people but um back to what I was saying but when people feel that when hurt people feel that they need to hurt other people that is that's not a free hall pass to now you get to hurt people and when you do they have to um accept your past and accept that you you are who you are no they don't have to accept any of those things they really just want to know if you're going to change, if you're going to be a better person and not hurt them again. Um, and so that's what that pretty much that whole little um, lyric is about. And then next is ignore my signs of anxiety, pathological narcissism. Mean girls are always meaner to themselves. So maybe I didn't really hurt you. And there's all these excuses that come from abusers and mean people and etc. You know, list out the the villains in your life um but there's always these excuses to like well you know they have a mental health disorder that also doesn't give you a free pass if you know you have a mental health disorder or you need mental help you should go get mental help if you know that you need it then go get it because it doesn't it doesn't give you a free pass to just be mean to people and ugly to people and hurt people okay 
I get hurt people hurt people, but that's not a free pass. That's not a free pass because if it was a free pass, then no one would be held accountable. Everyone would just say, well, in the past, this has been done to me. I was robbed, so now I rob people. No, that's not an excuse. Just because you were robbed doesn't mean you get to rob people, okay? Um, and then it's back to the course again, because mean girls are always fighting with themselves. It's the fairest fight of them all. Winner takes all. Mean girls never seem to run. They're begging you to stay because life's no fun without their punching bag. Um, and so, yeah. Um, that, that, that's the song. And, um, I'm, I don't know, my podcast set up, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for a podcast. I know I'm recording one right now, but like, am I ready? Because like, I was trying to do the piano part for this and it was just too hard to sort of set up everything. And I don't have the best microphone right now. Um, but yeah, I could record at my school cause we have a whole creative, Ugh, creative media institute so I could record at my school and have like better audio because the microphone that I have is like absolute trash but yeah um oh I I talk too much I literally talk too much and that's why I started a whole podcast and yeah um I'm trying to think is there anything else oh and then I also want to tease a little song so whenever I write a song I always think about what are some other perspectives other angles because sometimes you know writing from first person being like I always hear these voices inside my sometimes like just writing from that sort of like um storyteller no not storyteller but sort of like here's my point of the story isn't always the most creative way to tell a story or to um isn't always the most creative way to tell a story that's what I mean and so I thought about you know okay so this is this would be like the abuser's point of view and then the other point of view I guess would be the victim and so I did just a little blurb that just got a little stuck in my head um I have it on on my voice memos let's let's just listen to um my little voice memo called easier which is a working title but yeah Hey, future me. So there's my idea for a song that's the opposite to Mean Girls. Um, I don't know what to call it yet, but here it goes. Was it easier to hurt me instead of yourself? Because I'm leaving and you'll never see my eyes again. I'm not your victim anymore. Okay, that's the best. Okay, and so, <laughs> yeah, um, that little line about you'll never see my eyes again is inspired by Johnny Depp's, um, in, at his very last testimony, um, the, um, he says, uh, no, 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 one of the last things he ever says to Amber Heard is you'll never see my eyes again, um, and that's a very common thing that happens with a victim victim usually doesn't look their abuser in the eye because it's just so traumatic and there's just a a bunch of anger and just a bunch of negative stuff there that they don't want to look at their um that they don't want to look at their abuser that's very common for an abuse victim not very common for an abuser so yes could an abuser like say like oh i'm never gonna look you in the eyes again or what amber heard is trying to spin is that he can't look her in the eyes because he's so ashamed of 
how he hit her and the way he treated her. However, there's no evidence to that. There's nothing, even though there should be a mountain of evidence. You know, they have four LA like LAPD officers and their and their body cams coming in and seeing no sort of damage to the house. No, not like none of the things that she described the LAPD saw, because if they did see any sign of abuse, they would have helped her. They're required to help her. And she has proven to be Amber Heard has proven to be abusive to past partners. So that that's the last time I talk about that. Or maybe I don't know. Um, let me know what you think, because maybe I could talk about this more. Um, but yeah, follow me on social media. It's SS Shantytown 22 because someone else has the username Shantytown 22 and they're not even using it. It literally has zero followers. Zero. I, I even checked to see like, maybe did I do this? Did I like, cause some like, did I like, you know, get a social media account and like maybe not use it or maybe I lost the password. No, I checked. Um, it, it has a, a verification email set up to it, but, um, that person just doesn't want to give me what's rightfully mine. I'm Shantytown22 on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Visco, on Pinterest, literally everywhere. So I don't understand why on Instagram, my main, like, place that I post, by the way, my account on Instagram is private. Um, I don't know, Instagram decided to flag one of my posts because I posted my lyrics for Intent to Kill and they thought I was inciting violence. And so ever since I posted that photo, now my photos get less like, less visibility, less exposure for some stupid reason. So now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna put it as private and only my followers can see what I do. So if you wanna follow me, I will accept your follow request. If you're not weird, don't, don't have like a stalker profile. Um, but yeah, then I'll like literally just follow me and I'll let you follow me. Um, wow. This was, this was a very, very long episode. Um, sorry about that. But literally on every other platform, it's Shantytown22. By the way, I got an Apple Pencil and I just want to brag about this because I brag about this to everyone, but engraved on my Apple Pencil, it says Shantytown22 and I posted it on my Twitter and... It got no likes because nobody cares because I'm just that self-centered, you know, sorry. That's, that's me doing the thing again. I'm doing the thing where I criticize myself in ways that no one else is criticizing me. No one really cares if you get likes or not on Twitter, but whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to celebrate that news that I got my whole Apple pencil engraved and I was going to get my, um, my iPad engraved too, but like that would, I don't know why, but the shit... But it was like the time that it would take to ship it would be a whole month. So oh, life updates. I got a whole iPad. I had to brag about that because I, I can't tell you how much I love this iPad. And that this this episode was brought to you by iPad. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>